passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the Performance Package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is a essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at manscaped.com. Promo code Bubba. What's up, Dan? How are you, my friend? What was it? Hot 102 in Milwaukee there, Bubba? How do you know all that stuff, my friend? I just want to know, did you go to Indiana State because of Larry Bird? Because you got there after, right? Actually, oddly enough, no, I went to Indiana State because it was the only place that was state accredited that had to accept me because of my horrible grades. Uh, And uh, I became friends with Larry uh, very close because my general manager, WPFR, my first radio station was Larry Bird's best friend from West Baton, uh, Indiana. And then when Jeff Bird, Larry's youngest brother, oh, middle brother, because Eddie is the youngest, when he went to Indiana State, Larry called me up and asked me, uh, to uh, be his roommate because he was a little a uh, little backward. Well, didn't he run the hotel in town? No, that was Mark. Uh, okay. Mark, it was it's Mike, Mark, Linda, uh, Eddie, and Jeff, and uh, and Mark went on to work for like the Indiana Weights and Measures uh, thing. But now Mark's back, I think, in Terre Haute, and Eddie's back in Terre Haute running the park department. So I actually brought a date, a girlfriend, to the hotel there where Bird grew up. You know where they have the Mineral Springs there. And I did it under the guise of, let's go for this romantic weekend. I was in Dayton, Ohio, and I went there. And the only reason why I went there is to do a drive-by at Larry Bird's house. And he had a hoop out back, no net on it. And uh, I, I drove by and uh, got a basketball and shot a hoop at Larry's hoop. And then I was basically done with the vacation, but I had to put up with her for the whole weekend. Now, was that the one that the house that he built for his wife, his mom, Georgia? The one oh that, no, no, this was an old. This oh, was the, the, the original, original one, original, original house. Yeah. 
Yeah, the original one. Then he built that big one that I think yeah. he still I, I don't know if he still owns it or not. Um, speaking of Larry, what do you think uh, we uh, we called Larry live on his birthday in December, and he actually answered the phone. He listens to the show a lot, actually. Did he say? And uh, he, my name, my name is Thick. He always called me Thick, and he and uh, Ned was talking to him, and uh, we were just talking about uh, you know what's wrong with the Pacers and and things like that. And uh, you didn't say to Larry, "Can I shock the puss, Larry?" No, hey Larry, can I shock the puss? <laughs> yeah, I got Spice Boy here. He wants to know if some liquid stink on you, Larry. We can put some liquid ass on you, Larry. <laughs> yeah, can we do that? Oh, hey, Bubba. Hey, Larry. Hey, hey, Bubba, it's thick. <laughs> so now what's up now? You know, I talk to Jeff and Eddie a lot more than I talk to Larry. I mean, they say Larry's out in one or two years because he's done. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I, I don't know if he's challenged. I mean, and there's a challenge to it, but Bird just doesn't strike me as a nine-to-five show up. you got to wear a suit and tie and talk to people. And I think Larry, I don't know what would be a great job for Larry, I guess, if he was just fishing and drinking beer yep. and, um, you know, I was uh, my my Larry Bird story was like four years ago when they had well maybe it was five years ago when they had Chris Mullen on the team. Uh, me and my buddy went to a I happened to be in Indianapolis for a racing convention, so I called Larry up and said, "Hey, Larry, I'd like to come to the game." So I end up watching it in this little this little block room, which is right underneath the uh, Conseco Fieldhouse, yeah. with him and Quinn Buckner. We're watching the ball game, <laughs> and uh, and we're drinking Miller Lights, and then Larry Larry's watching the TV screen and then yelling at the players what they should be doing. And I think Chris Mullen took a shot, an ill-advised shot or something like that. And Larry goes, you dumbass, you should have threw it to Reggie. And it, it was just – and Quinn didn't say nothing. And it was, uh, it was just funnier and hell to watch Larry kind of give his synopsis as to, you know, what, what, what they should be doing. I didn't mean to get you off track on uh, Milwaukee and, and Larry Bird there. So. Now, you, now, you actually never lived in Milwaukee, did you? No, my brother lived there. Did love the people. I'm, I'm a Midwest guy from uh, Cincinnati, so uh, always loved. The uh, the folks there like going to Milwaukee. You know, I got fired from Milwaukee because they wanted to turn to change me. Well, Steve Centercroppy was the the general manager, and it was Willie Davis's television. I mean, radio station. Give me some pl- cities where you weren't fired from. Well, started in Terre Haute, left that to go to Grand Rapids, <laughs> then went to Grand Rapids. Uh, got fired in Grand Rapids after the Christmas party. Um, for You're like a minor league baseball player, though. <laughs> yeah, I was a journeyman for the longest year with a bad rap, and then. Uh, made it to the Power Pig in '92. And You're like and, Crash Davis in uh, in Bull Durham. Yeah, the, the ton of potential, and then you you had to. Like, that that's the beauty of radio, though. You got to have those small markets where you sort of you find yourself, and you go, "Thank God I went through there." And then you get fired because you because you, you stay true to your game, and you're too controversial yeah. for a Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they tell you, you know, we want you to be a liner talk. So then I went to San Antonio, left there to go to Chicago. Was in Chicago for a year, got fired because Buddy Scott got my my general. I'm sorry, my PD got fired, and Dave Shakes came in, and, and he was an AC kind of guy. Fired me. Then, but uh, then I went to uh, uh, Philadelphia, got fired from Mark Driscoll there. Then went to Orlando, fired. Then Milwaukee, no, then Chicago again uh, for yeah for with Greg Cassidy. They changed formats, fired. Went to Milwaukee, fired because Willie Davis's, uh, I shouldn't say. Mistress, but Willie Davis's woman that he was having fun with in Milwaukee didn't like me, and I wouldn't clean up. <laughs> Got fired there. Wait, I, literally wouldn't clean up? What? What is that? Well, I mean, she, the, Willie supposedly had this advertising girl that was a friend. I'll just leave it at that. And she used to report back to Willie that this, there's this dirty guy on LUM in the in the afternoon. And so Cinecroppy brought me into this in, in, in one day and said, "Hey, listen, man, we want to do this whole big clean up Bubba deal. We want to send you through a car, a car wash and a convertible, and we want to, you know, cut you know cut your hair real, and get you on a diet." I go, "You know what? I'll just what kind of severance package do I got?" And he goes, "I'll give you a month severance." I said, "Sold." 
Then I went to uh, then I went to Tampa, and I haven't uh, you know, and I got you know been fired here a few times. Yeah, but uh, but you're better for it though, aren't you? Well, you know, after the Clear Channel firing for the uh, indecency, that was some lean. That was some lean times. But uh, well, I remember when Howard when Howard reached out to you because I you were in Hartford, and I remember when Howard reached out. And once it, it was weird because there was sort of this feud, and then I would side with Howard all the time because I right. uh, listening to him since the mid '80s in New York, and then he brought you in. And then I started listening after that, and then I understood, you know, what he liked about you. And it was uh, it was one of those he signed off, and I said, "Hey, all right, if he'll give you a, a second chance, then great." I just I, I I remember him and you guys battling, and um, oh yeah, we were battling too, and we were calling him names. But I never involved his family. And when we had a meeting, by the way, Dan Patrick uh, on the phone today, former ESPN, now big time radio host, and got I mean all kinds of different things. But anyway, uh, I had a meeting with him at Don Buckwald's office. Oh. And and Don had to kind of try me out before, so I had to go break bread with Don, and then Don passed me on uh, to Howard, and Howard and I sat in there like a couple little radio nerd bitches and talked about radio for like 90 minutes. Uh, and then he said, well, kid, I like you a lot, but I don't have anything to do with your contract or money, so I'm going to tell him to hire you because I like your style, but don't get me involved in any of the drama or money. And I said, oh, man, thank you, Mr. Stern. But then he goes to your wedding. I mean, that that's pretty – if you consider where you were and then you get Howard going there. I mean, did it dawn on you where you're going, I'm getting married. I got everybody here from the Howard Stern Show. Yeah, you know, I think that all my guys, you know, we just all kind of really gelled with all their guys, and we stayed off of Howard's radar with regards. I think we put on a crazy, shocking show, and but we never, you know, we we always have Howard's back. We're very loyal. Uh, we're like a bunch of hillbillies. You know, we're real loyal. That's why us people from the Midwest are. We're loyal. <clears throat> and uh, And Howard, you know, Howard had never had that because, you know, over the years, he'd always been, you know, we always – People always feud in radio, and they never get along. And since we had two, you know, somewhat powerful shows, him, of course, being the most, uh, and we were able to work with him and had his back, I think he, I think that was kind of a breath of, I think that was a breath of fresh air for Howard, actually. But, Bubba, do you think where radio is now and where it was, say, five or ten years ago, and where, where does it go? Because we, we creep to the line, and then yeah. you say, okay, what can I do, what can I do? It's got to be frustrating for you. If you do satellite, you can be one person, and then... In Tampa, you have to be a little bit more, I guess, diluted just, you know, to be, just to be safe. But where are we going? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was refreshing to see that, uh, you know, the FCC get turned over by that, you know, appeal court, uh, that appellate deal. But I don't know where we're going. I mean, uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think that there's there's delivery mechanisms that's changing by, you know, the minute every day. And I just think that content, you know, as you as you have proved, I mean, you know, you left the big TV gig, which was great distribution. Uh, and you and, you know. Now you have your big internet presence. Now you have now you're on premier radio networks. But I mean, I think the way we deliver our content is changing by the minute uh, with with smartphones and things like that. I just think you got to be in the content business, and uh, you know, and the older I get, you know, the the shock and the puss and and things like that, you know, that that change that you know that changes. And 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 having looked back at some of the stuff I do, I cringe sometimes on how dirty I used to be. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I know, but you, but is it a challenge? What what is the challenge now? Is it, it used to be we we were challenged by trying to get away with something. Yeah, the, and now, well, the challenge now is I don't know if you know or not. A lot of good broadcasters that I really admire, Steve Dahl, and yeah. uh, you know, a lot of guys have been thrown out with this new way of monitoring us with the PPM, and that's the challenge now because you know it's just a lot of shows are being re- they. I guess this PPM world's now showing that music uh, is key is key, and you know talk talk shows don't do as well i think that's the next challenge i think that you need you know the good thing the, the refreshing thing about internet and or and or satellite is there are no ratings you 
you have subscribers, and you either know whether you are doing well by adding subscribers or you're not. And that's, at the end of the day, almost every business is judged by that, uh, you know, by what rings and what sells, and not this antiquated uh, or I should say overthought out uh, ratings process that's, you know, that's quite, that's the most frustrating thing we're going through right now. Have you, have you had any PPM uh, 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 t- tutorials or anything in the, in the premier world? Know, Bubba, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to know about it. I just said, look, one day tap me on the shoulder and just say you're done. <laughs> and I'll, I'll bring my playbook in because I, I, I don't do it for, I can't change. Um, I am who I am with the guests we have on the approach we have. And that's it. I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to do something different because somebody says you've got to be uh, more, more provocative or shocking or less. And I think that's where you get into a dangerous position because you sort of just show up, I plug in my headphones, and then we go. You know, it's on television. The, the show is uh, simulcast on DirecTV. So I, I told my guys, don't shave, you know, no makeup, none of that stuff. You wear what you want to wear. You don't want to shower, you don't shower. I don't care. Come in, and, and we're letting you see behind the curtain of radio to see what goes on. The commercials on radio, those are televised on, you know, w- you know, behind the scenes. So if we're scratching ourselves or we're playing golf or shooting hoops or whatever it is, then it's shown. And I wanted to let people know, radio's not very glamorous. No. But it's the best form of communication we have. I say it, you can react. Uh, you hear it. It's live. It's, it's interactive. And that's what I love about it. It's three hours where you... If I want to have somebody on, and I want to have them on for 15 minutes, you can. If I want to have somebody on for two minutes, television's very constricting. That's oh, television sucks, you know. But television, Dan, and don't take this the wrong way. By the way, Dan Patrick on the phone. Uh, radio, and a radio guy like yourself, that, you know, that came, that, you know, started in radio, and did a, ton, a ton of branding and, and great name recognition on TV, and now obviously back in radio with Premiere. Uh, but, you know, I just did a pilot uh, for WGN uh, at a daytime talk show. That I think's gonna uh, that's gonna get green lighted here uh, in the next couple weeks, and so I'm there in, in in Chicago, and you know how we are. I mean, you and I, and and the people that you have and that I have, we have to, you know, we have we don't have the luxury of being able to redo. We it's live, it's it's spontaneous, it's uh, you know, it's it sometimes can be long winded, uh, but it's free thinking, and, and it's you know, by the seat of your pants, you got to keep your mind ahead of you know three or four different situations. So anyway, I go to do this TV show. I got Richard Dominic, the ex, uh, the ex Jerry Springer guy. And I got all this, you know, white trash type menagerie going on. I got a 300 pound transvestite. I got midget strippers. I got grandmas, you know, showing their breasts. You know, I got, I got it, all kinds of crazy stuff. Pretty and much I, a normal weekend. For yeah, you. pretty much a normal weekend. And so, you know, I only have to fill eight minutes because they do it in eight to 12 minute blocks. So I go over to the producer and he gives me the card, and he gives me the data. Okay, you know, here's uh, Lisa. She's 300 pounds, and she's, uh, you know, she's crazy. She's going to bring her mom out, just have fun, go to the audience, get crazy. So I go out there. I nail it, you know, because it's no big deal. Uh, I go back, but, but and, and, I, and he goes, wow, you're, you're a natural. I'm like, man, this is not this. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? 
Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Television stuff, this regurged uh, opportunity to redo things. And uh, and then, you know, they got the producers telling the guys, when, uh, the, uh, the audience when to clap and things like that. I'm like, man, this is easy compared to what live, you know, rate hosted radio is. But and see, I find it tougher, Bubba, because I think you can't, you said I, you get eight minutes. I just, when I'm doing highlights or Football Night in America, you go, how much time? You got 30 seconds to do that. You got, you got 60 seconds to do that. Then it feels a lot more like there's a Hans device that I've got on, and I'm trying to get out of it. And you got somebody in your ear, too, saying, okay, Dan, 10, <laughs> 9. You know, I would rip that thing out of my ear and, oh. and cut a promo. I said, listen, you son of a bitch. If you, you nerd behind my earpiece, shut up. I want to talk about Barry Bonds. Would go, when, when somebody talks to you, stop. It, when, it, when it's in your ear, you, like for a split second, you feel like, oh, it must have been 10 seconds, but somebody goes, yeah, Bubby, you got to, and you automatically will, it'll jolt you a little bit. And I try to tell people, toughest thing ever, look into the camera and act natural. Read something while somebody's in your ear going, uh, that, 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 we, we can't go live to that person. Uh, we need you to ad lib a little bit on Terrell Owens, and then you need to throw it over to Steve Levy. <laughs> right. You're, and you're going, all in six seconds. Yeah. You're going, I, and you want to say, uh, we don't have that. I have to ad lib for six seconds, and now I'm going to throw it over to Steve. See, don't you wish that you could be completely honest and say, Hi, I'm Dan Patrick, and I got some dildo in my ear that's insulting my intelligence right now. He told me to fill 10 seconds, but meanwhile, I just did, and I'm going to throw it over some other dildo that has to be plastic. Well, I do that to my guys. Paulie's my producer, but he's on camera with me and on radio, and I just say, Paulie's yelling in my ear to be nice to Mark Cuban. Right. Be nice, be nice. So I just said, You know, Paulie's been yelling at me, be nice in my ear. So then people realize, as I'm talking to Mark Cuban, giving him grief, I got my producer going, be nice, be nice, be nice. Man, Mark Cuban, what a, <laughs> what a success story. I remember I met him at one of the, I don't know, Bobby Poe conventions or Radio and Records or something like that, and I think he had just sold Broadcast.com oh, and made yeah. like for like a billion bucks. And, 
And he, he got shot down on the Rangers by, did he not? Yeah, I, I you know, I communicated with him last night. I, I wanted to get him on the show because he says he's never done an intelligent interview with uh, <laughs> a member of the media. So I wrote a note and said, uh, really, question mark? I'm not afraid. And then he said, well, I was talking about people who were in the room with me. I went, okay. But I, but I, like, I like Mark because he's different. It makes my job easier. It's the same, like you're friends with Tony Stewart, and I right. love having Tony on because Tony's different. Yeah. And he's he's honest to a point. You know, when you go to his house and you open the refrigerator and you you got you know Schlitz in there, that's my kind of guy. Have you had uh, Have you had uh, Kevin Harvick on before? Yeah, yeah we've uh, had uh, Harvick on too. I, I love Harvick, uh, but I like you know what the old NASCAR. Um, you get you used to get that. Now these guys with corporate sponsorships, it, that's what's hard. I want honesty, and in, in, and you know this as well, if not better than anybody. Give me a, people say who's your favorite guest. I'll say the guy who's honest. How about Bobby Knight? Uh, you know what? I had a real long stretch where he hated me. Really? And um, then then he became uh, one of my best guests. He called me on my last day at ESPN uh, from a fishing trip in Montana. Um, he, um, you know what? I I think what turned the uh, tables, Bubba, was I had him on with uh, Bo Schembechler. Right. And that was his coaching idol. And it was Michigan uh, against Ohio State football weekend, and we had Bo on, and I had uh, Coach Knight on, and I surprised him with Bo Schembechler. Bob Knight called me back and said it's one of the nicest things anybody has ever done for him. And after that, we were friends. So it's weird. He hated SportsCenter because he thought we made fun of him every night with how he was coaching his team or well, when you know, he throws throwing a, the chair. Yeah, when he throws a chair, I mean, it's not, that's not, that makes for some phenomenal yeah, television. But he, yeah, he, I think Bob didn't have a sense of humor about it to step back and go, boy, that is pretty funny. And then I think he did, and then that helped. There's certain guys that they hear, you know, third, third person, then all of a sudden you're in trouble because somebody goes, oh, I hear what you said about me, and I'll go, what did I say? And it's never what they, they Oh, it's do. completely embellished. By the way, Dan Patrick on the phone. You can always get a hold of Dan at danpatrick.com. Uh, live on uh, DirecTV on Channel 101. What are you, about 100 and 150 stations on Premiere now? We're 225. Wow. And um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, doing Football Night in America with NBC. and Making big money? You're making big-ass money? Don't lie. I'm not making CERN money. Well, I know, but I know you're making millions, please. <laughs> I mean, come on, Dan. What do you uh, think about the Favre deal going on? Now, you know I'm gay for Brett Favre, but I'm I'm I'm, will, I'm really thinking about sacking up and uh, and not being fag for him anymore. I'm really know, I'm Bubba, sick and if, tired if of this. If Favre was a woman, how long would you stay with her? Well, I mean the bitches, you know, dumped me five times. None, yes, none. Right, but that's how I view it. If you're a guy and you invest in a team or a player, then I say, what if that was a woman and and treated you that way? Well, I don't know if I'm going to be. I, you know, I'm just not sure. Now, great, beautiful. Beautiful supermodel, but, you know, as far as sounds go, but leaving you hanging, eventually you move on. See, Favre's that girl that is just so hot, and she and you put up with her crap because the ass was just, that was that psycho ass factor <laughs> that, you know, she just was, when you would be having sex, she would just say some stuff that would just, you know, totally be shocking. And so you give her, you know, you give her a couple chances, but f- I don't know, five chances. Yeah, I mean, but it's like Ginger and Marianne, you know, with, with Gilligan, you know. Favre, there's a lot of ginger there, but you have to settle for a Marianne occasionally. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I I love the guy. I think he's probably kind of go probably go down as one of the best. But uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that I think he's coming back. Do, I mean, yeah. you, What do you think, Bud? But there's so much drama attached to it. It doesn't have to all be drama. That that's always my problem with Brett. And and I think he holds teams hostage. And that's where when people say, you know, hey, he's a, he's a great leader and. 
great leaders don't do that. No. And you know the thing about it is everybody would give him a pass if he'd just be honest by saying, hey, I'm 40. I don't need to go do two-a-days. I know the system backwards and forwards. I, uh, I'm going to get my ankle healthy, and I promise you that if it checks out, I'm there. I mean, because, uh, you know, nobody expects him to be at two-a-days. No, and I understand that. I mean, that's what Hainsworth was doing. Hainsworth was saying, yeah, okay, Mike Shanahan, you want to you have a stare-down contest? You gave me $21 million guaranteed. I, ah, that knee's starting to hurt me a little bit here. But when I'm in New Orleans, opening night, uh, friend BC, I think Favre will be there with, uh, with the Vikings. What does Favre do next? I mean, you know, he, he, uh, I guess he always likes to stay relevant. Does he become a broadcaster? Does he become a coach? What do you, I mean, obviously that's going to be, in the next two or three years, certainly something that's going to happen. What do you think he's going to do? Well, everybody has reached out. Once you had this sort of um, gray area with his career in the last month, all these TV networks, and I'm sure even NBC reached out to say, hey, you want to be in the booth with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I think it's got to be, Favre doesn't wear a suit and tie. He, he doesn't want to do that. I know that for sure. So he doesn't want to be in studio. He wants to be where he's out there and he can have some fun, and then he can go back home. But I, when he won Sportsman of the Year for Sports Illustrated, he bought a suit the same day. He saw the tag. That tag on the uh, on the uh, sleeve was still there. And I pointed it out during the ceremony. I said, Brett, you got to take the tag off. And he flipped me off uh, during the ceremony. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> shut up, Dan. Take it. I'm having, I'm having my wife take it back. What about Gruden? I thought, you know, I'm a broadcaster, and uh, I think I think uh, Gruden does a pretty damn good job on Monday Night Football. I think he got But I would like to see him be John Gruden on the show. When, when he did those little draft day vignettes with some of the marquee players. That was good. But that's not that's him. Yeah. He's got to be that on Monday Night Football. Right. These guys go into the town on Monday Night Football, and I don't care where they are, but it's the greatest town and the greatest team and the greatest coach and greatest Right, right. I don't want to hear that. Gruden needs to say, damn it, this, this guy's offensive scheme sucks. Yes. And if I was uh, yeah. going against this guy, I would, uh, you know, I would play a Tampa 2 or, you know, something. And, but, you know, he, you, they, do, they do kind of polish him up because Chuck, that's not the way Chucky is. No, and, and it's what I told Tony Dungy. I said the more honest you are on Football Night in America, the less people will think you're still going back to coaching. Be honest, and they'll think that you're staying here. And he said, in the, you know, he did that last year. He said, I appreciate that because he was a rookie. And I think Gruden gets in there, and they think they're getting John Gruden, you know, Chucky. He's, uh, he's going to say what's on his mind. He didn't do that. That's what I'd like to see more of. Because I think Jaws is sort of settled in as his personality. Right. And Mike Tirico, you need somebody who's going to stir it up a little bit to go, what did he just say? And mean it and have some validity behind it because he was a good coach. Uh, Dan Patrick from, uh, God, 220-plus radio stations, uh, DirecTV 101, uh, multi-zillionaire, uh, true radio guy from, from Ohio. Dayton, Ohio, I think, it, yeah. uh, that yeah. area. And then uh, tried to go to eastern Kentucky, didn't you? And then you said, eh, this, this, this sucks. I'm going to go back up to Dayton, I think. I had a great seat on the bench um, when I went to eastern Kentucky for basketball. Now, did, uh, how tall are you, Dan? Were you a guard? Were you a guard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What year did you graduate high school? Uh, 75. Oh, 75. You're much older. Yeah. See, I graduated in 84. And, yeah. and, and out of Warsaw, Indiana, but, you know, basketball like Dan Palmbizio <laughs> and Delray Brooks and uh, all the Mr. Ba- did Ohio have a Mr. Basketball like, like Indiana yeah. does? Yeah. Yeah, you're talking to him. Were you Mr. Basketball? No. <laughs> no. So you wouldn't have, have, have gone to Eastern Ohio. You wouldn't have gone to Eastern Kentucky, my friend. You would have been to Louisville or... or, 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 or I, I, you know what? I was Jimmy Chitwood with a better voice. That's it. What do you, you think know. about the uh, Patino thing? Uh, that uh, obviously yeah. the crazy bitch found found guilty, but uh, I mean, does this does this definitely uh, you know stain Patino a little bit? I think it does because it, if you're a parent and you're sending your kid there, 
we often, you know, that, that, that coach was supposed to be your father figure right. a, a little bit. To a certain degree, guide you a little bit. Now, my coach hated me, but you go there with Patino, you're playing for him and his style. You're playing basketball for Rick Patino. If you're a parent, I think it's, you, you at least have to have pause when you go, okay, hey, coach, how are you? can't help but go, oh, hey, how, how was she? I mean, how are you, coach? I mean, you can't. It's just weird. It's a, it's a, there's a dynamic there that I don't think is is something you could put into words, but it would bother me a little bit. Um, even if you're a Louisville Cardinal fan, I think you got to look at it and go, God, that's creepy. What do you think about the uh, uh, the Bill Levy situation? The guy coming out saying that he blew calls. No, I, I don't want to hear it now. You know, yeah, yeah. Why, why did it take this long? And if you're if you're Matt Hasselbeck, what do you say? Um, thanks. Thanks. Do you think that we're going to get? Um, you know, will, will they apologize to the New England Patriots years from now because they didn't call Eli Manning, you know, in the grass? Right. You know, when he when he spun away. I, I, this revisionist history, okay, it's nice, but what does it mean, and why did it take this long for this guy to come out and apologize? You think Holmgren can uh, do anything? No. With uh, I, why did he why did he take that job, Dan? I mean, he virtually, you know, he was the general manager at the Seahawks for a while, then he relinquished it, and you know. I don't know how – I hate Ted Tom. I'm a huge Packer fan. I, I hate Ted Thompson. I don't know why they – you know, that's why he left Green Bay because Ron Wolf wouldn't give him the, you know, the full, the full deal. Why didn't, he, why didn't he posture to the Green Bay about, about uh, coming back there and getting rid of Ted Thompson? Or is Ted Thompson, who used to work for Holmgren in Seattle, is he that entrenched up yeah. there in Green Bay? I think he is. I, I, I think Thompson, whether we – I mean, this is a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. And he's done a pretty good job. But keep in mind what, what he did with Aaron Rodgers. And his draft picks – have uh, been keep pretty it. good. Well, how about that Harold? How about that number seventeen overall Harold kid out of Tennessee? That kid's yeah. a dick. Well, BJ Raji, that yeah. didn't help. But you know, get, get Clay Matthews in there. He's he's had some picks. They're they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I think Mike going to Clay. These guys don't know what to do with their lives. It's just like Favre. Yeah, that's why they hold on. There's you know um, Phil Jackson. Why? Yeah. What do I do? God, you get to sit by a pond in Montana, and then you go. This sucks. I mean, I, I was out of work for a few months after I left ESPN. I was out of work for two and a half years, ready to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, you and people go, boy, you got all that free day. Isn't it great? And you go, no, no, my, it's not. My wife, which was my girlfriend back then, I actually talked to her because I didn't, you know, for, for a living. I talk, I talk for a living. So my excuse now when I come home is, man, I'm talked out. And then, you know, but for two and a half years, I didn't have a job. So I was a talking son of a bitch. Well, I went home because they said, oh, you get to go home and be with your kids. I went home. My kids didn't want me home. And no. I said... <laughs> God, I, this is going to last for two weeks, and I'm out of there. They're like, Dad, we like you to come home a little, yeah. bit, a little bit ran down. You don't get a, you know, you don't get our business too much. It's a, it's a, we kind of get a highlight reel, what's going on, and then we got our stuff to do, pops. You got too much time on your hands, here, old timer. Yeah, they, you know, they know. Get me a, a, a bud when I walk in, and then I get my beer, and then they move on. Now, where do you live? Now, where do you live, Dan? You live out in Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah. Yeah, that's where all those rich, where all the rich broadcasters live. Well, no, I had to live there because of uh, the mothership, uh, you know, with ESPN. And then I, I just decided that I'll, I'll st- I still consider myself from Ohio. I just live in Connecticut. Uh, Dan Patrick on the air, one of my all-time favorites, and uh, obviously listens to the show too. You don't understand how honored I am, Dan, to know that you, you know, catch the show occasionally. I, I have uh, listened quite a few times. There are times when I wish that I could see it. 
Uh, there are times <laughs> when I'm glad I can't see it. With a shock of the puss, I can yeah, say, you know. Well, you know, you know, know. And, and your girlfriend, well, your then-girlfriend, who I think you offered up to uh, to Howard Stern. Yeah, uh, you know. Nice gesture. I, uh, that's all us hillbillies from Indiana do. You <laughs> give me a job and you get me back in the business. You know, what's a one-timer? That's a one-timer at best. <laughs> well, yeah, you, well, and you got to, it's for her, too. It's, it's all about the kids. Right. You know, yeah. you want to make her day. All yeah. right, I have to go. I have to, I have to try to entertain people here in, hey, in, in like 15 minutes. Let's do this more often then, man, Dan. Thank hey, you so very much, hey, my friend. Hey, uh, tell uh, Say hello to the uh, the staff there. You got a you got a great staff there. Thank right? you, Dan, as well. To back to back at you. And thank you so much, buddy. All right, Bubba. Take care, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Bye now.